To another episode of Fighting for Justice. What's going on, guys? So today's episode is going to be a little bit of a quicker one, but what we're hoping to do is kind of what I used to do a little while ago. We're going to be teaching people how to interact with the police, especially for minorities, for black and brown people, for poor people who have more interaction with the police. Parents, this is going to be a very important topic for you guys. Uh, because you should know these things, and if you don't don't know these things, then learn them here so you can then teach them to your children. Um, we're gonna, you know, try and make sure that we don't use such colorful language today, Correct. so that you can show this to your children, and um, hopefully they can learn. If you have any questions, comments, you know where to reach us: six ten six four three four six four four. So, with that being said, we're gonna kind of jump right in. Um, I'm going to throw some things out here and then we're just going to kind of talk about them. They are rules that I think everybody should kind of live by. Um, these are going to be some things that are, I'm, we want to teach you your legal rights, how to understand, but we also want to be very practical. Okay. Sure. Some of these things that I'm going to tell you guys is not so much how the law operates, uh, but is just reality, right? This is how I tell my family, my friends, if you are black, this is how you really need to interpret the law. Um, so the first thing is first. Rule number one I have on my list is don't touch police. You should never put your hands on a police officer. That is the worst thing you can do. It is the number one way to make sure that you will be arrested, that you will be charged with some kind of aggravated assault, resisting arrest. You will be charged with something, okay? Never, ever, ever put your hands on a police officer. It will never work out for you. And to piggyback off that very quickly, you don't have a right to self-defense in most cases against a police officer. So... Don't put your hands on police officers. End of story. Right. I mean, uh, to, to, to kind of take that a little bit further, because you're right, the reality is that if a police officer is doing something, the law thinks that they are acting in their official capacity, so they are almost never uh, going to be doing something where you can defend yourself. Even if there is a situation where you feel like, hey, I needed to defend myself, understand if it is a police officer and they are acting in their official capacity as an officer, you have no right to defend yourself. So putting your hands on them is going to land you in jail with an aggravated assault or a resisting arrest. And you certainly will be charged with it. Right. Absolutely. Um, so with that, it kind of piggybacks off of my number two. My number two um, rule for dealing with the police is that you always, always, always need to keep your your calm, your cool. Your mind needs to be uh, running. And if you're panicked, if you're scared, if you're nervous, if you're upset, chances are you're going to forget these things. You're not going to be able to think your way through. When you're dealing with the police, it is imperative that you make sure that you remember everything that's being said, everything they say to you, everything you say to them. And if you are not staying calm, 
then it's not going to help. Okay. And by the time you get to a, to an attorney or to somebody that can help you, you'll be so aggravated and so frustrated that you're going to say, Oh, I don't even remember exactly what was said, or I don't know uh, what he said to me or what I said to him. And nobody's going to be able to help you at that point. Correct. So you have to, have to, have to stay calm. And part of remaining calm, honestly, is remaining silent and listening, right? That's how I look at it, right? Because it can help you instead of, you know, because we see all these videos and I'm just going based off of what we see in social media. You know, when these incidents tend to escalate, it's always because of arguing, right? Mm -hmm. What am I charged with? You have to tell me what I'm charged with. Here's the deal. You may be correct, right? And I understand that you want to know what you're either being pulled over for, what's going on. Now's not the time to ask the questions, right? If they're forthcoming with it, they would have told you the very first second you asked, hey, what'd you pull me over for? Well, it's speeding, right? The fact that they're not means you getting into an argument, you're just going to go against rule number two, right? The whole point of remaining <laughs> calm and I, listen, I, you know, I understand these situations are tough and you might be nervous and you're scared, but listening to the police officer, what they're saying, right? What they're asking, what they want you to do is one way for you to remain calm, right? And that I know it sounds weird, but if you're not there interrogating them, mm-hmm. it helps you remain calm. Okay, it doesn't allow for opportunities of like arguments, right? So at the end of the day, staying calm always helps every situation, right? That's just the best way to look at it. And just a couple tips on how to remain calm, right? You, you know, you, this is not the time for conversation. It's it the is the best way to put it. It is not. And to to go further on that, guys. On the street, right, we are teaching you these things so that you feel better when you're dealing with the police, okay? This is not for the police to feel better. Hopefully, if you feel more calm and confident, it will show and they can be calm and confident. However, this is not, I am not teaching you this so you can get into a legal debate with the police on the street. That is the worst thing you can do, okay? The point of police interaction is is to end it as quickly as possible, okay? The more talking that you do, the longer the chance or the better the chance that the police are going to find something, anything, because people are nervous, people, they mess up. The longer you talk, the better the chances that you're going to wind up in handcuffs. So keep your answers short, keep them sweet, and make sure we're going to talk about, you know, consent and things, what you can and can't say. Correct. Um, However... Keeping your calm is so important. That's why I'm spending so much time just kind of going over this. You need to know yourself. If you are somebody with a with a quick trigger or quick to anger or you're having a bad day. Or you hate cops. Right. Or you just don't like police. Right. All that's fine. That's not the time to express. Like this is I just can't stress it enough. No matter what your feelings are, no matter what you think. Right. One, I don't care if you are a lawyer, but I'm going to say this. You're not a lawyer. They're not a lawyer for the most part. Arguing with them over the law is stupid, okay? It's not it going to get you anywhere. It's like arguing with a ref in a game. They've already made their call, right? Right. You you aren't a coach. You don't get a coach's challenge, okay? And I'm not <laughs> right. trying to make light of this. It's just this is not the time. Listen, whatever they're saying, you just listen to first. That's step one to remain calm. Listen. Even if you don't like what they're saying, listen. Because keep in mind, and we're going to get there, there's no requirement that you necessarily talk, right? And that's what's good. We're going to build our way into this. But listening first so if they ask you for driver's license, they ask you for insurance, great. You know what they're doing. Give it to them. End that part of it. Don't offer anything. Don't start art because that's what I always see. Can I have your license, your registration, whatever? This The same thing that they generally always ask for. The first thing, why'd you pull me over? Okay, listen, I'm just telling that's 
done. You're like you're already starting right, right. a not calm situation. <laughs> you're already pulled over, so it really doesn't matter. Yes, they're, if they if they pulled you over for something, they're going to give you a ticket. That on that ticket is going to say what they what they believe you have done. And you asking them questions. Number one, they're not even trained to answer your questions. They're not really going to answer it. They're going <laughs> to yeah. spin it back around and ask you another question that is designed to get you to tell on yourself. Correct. So you don't actually really want to play this game with them, okay? All of these things that I've seen online of people trying to, uh, oh, well, Article 1, Section 8, and this, that, and I know this. Don't do that, okay? That is that is scripted, in my opinion, and it is not Can I, smart. Yeah. Can I jump in here, too? Guys, yeah. It, Here's two lawyers telling uh, those things drive me insane. Okay. The, you'll see them. If you're at a DUI checkpoint, you don't have to roll down your window. You can hold a bag up with the license. Here's okay. Cool. Great. You're already starting things like, listen, I'm, I know it sucks. I'm going to tell you if you're in a car and you go through a DUI checkpoint, you're drunk. Chances are it's not going to work out well for you. <laughs> you can try these tricks that you see online. You don't have to roll down your window. You, they, you know, they have no reason to talk to you and all you're doing is escalating situations, Right. Just look at at the end of the day, the whole point and JJ can't be any more correct. Your goal here is to get in and get out, right? You don't have control over how long they take, but it's kind of odd that we're telling you you do, right? Because if you're sitting there and they say, give me your license, drivers, you know, uh, registration and insurance, and then you turn this into a debate about why'd you pull me over all J and JJ is a hundred percent correct. The police officer enjoys that, right? And I don't blame them, right? You're making their job extremely easy. Now they get to sit there and talk with you, look around your car, right? If they smell anything, if they see anything that you weren't clever enough to hide, whatever, they notice that your back tint on your window isn't good enough. They need you to step out so they can test it. They can open the door all because you want to know why you're getting pulled over. This could have been, here's my stuff. They go back to the car and say, I wrote you a ticket. You didn't use a uh, turn signal. You know, you'll get a summons in the mail. Have a good day. It could be that quick. We don't know. I understand. But I'm just saying, you won't ever know if you're arguing with them. You right. won't ever know how quick it could have been once you go down that path. Right. So from there, we're going to talk about consent. Uh, you should never consent to a search. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have gonna... an animated thing here. Okay. <laughs> and I, you'll see it. It's going to come up right here. Ready? And it's going to have. It's going to say no in big letters. That is your answer. And I'm sorry I'm cutting you off, but okay, I'm. this is where I wanted to get your answer always. Can I search your car? No. Can I search your car? No. You get out of the car because they ask you, hey, can I get the keys from your ignition? No, you can't. Right? So let's, so let's actually take this kind of let's separate it because there are three ways that you can run into police. You can run into them on the street walking. You can more most likely be pulled over, right, when if you're driving in a car that is the – that is the most sure. likely way that most you are going man. to interact with police. The third way is when you're in your house. Now, we'll cover the house, which is really simple. It is really easy. The house has the most protection. Everybody seems to know this, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Do not let police search your house without a warrant. Pretty sure don't. everybody knows and that. And you don't have, you don't, we're not going to say anything else because that's it. There's no here's caveats. A, here's, <laughs> a, here's, a, here's the one thing I'm going to say. Ask for the warrant itself, okay? Yes. They should give you that warrant. That's the only thing that you listen. I you can now once they have that warrant, you cannot stop them. But without that, you make sure that you say no. You cannot search my house without a warrant. Yes. We're gonna move on from that into the and I'll I'll take the car. The, how about this? I'll just take the if you're on the street because <clears throat> that sure, one's also kind of easy, right? You're on the street. 
you still have the same protections. Okay. So you're carrying a backpack. I don't or You're even on your person. Here's the deal. If a police officer, if you interact a police officer and you're on whatever street and they're talking to you and it somehow gets to the point, can I search your backpack? Can I search you? Right. The answer is always no. Okay. No matter what you think, right. This again, don't confuse <clears throat> this with number two, by the way, of not remaining calm again, remain calm, right? Remain calm. Do not argue. Because the police officer is not going to argue with you. Okay. Can I search your stuff? The answer is no. That's the end of it. If they ask again, your answer is no. And if they ask a third time, your answer is no. You don't have to argue. You don't have to get upset. You don't have to say things. And I won't curse, even though I'm about to. I already <laughs> said this to you three times, right? <clears throat> no. Just no. I can't. It's two letters. You say it. Move on. And there's a there's another one, rule number four that we have in here, but it fits perfectly. If you're on the street and the police are asking you, uh, you know, any kind of question, do you do you have to answer? No, you do not. OK, if they are asking you, excuse me, Mr. Strenfeld, come over here. You don't have to come. OK, that's why I, that, that I, I remain silent. For right. You. I'm not even going to say no. <laughs> Because I want to prove a point. Exactly. Just because they are talking to you does not mean you have to talk back, does not mean you have to engage. Um, and I will say, right, I'll jump in. For dramatic effect, I didn't respond. If you want my honest advice, right, and that's what all we're here for, don't, don't, don't be sarcastic like me. Turn and say no, right? And I know it's very hard for Pete, you know, to be very direct, but hey, can I talk to you for a second? No. Right. I have nothing to say. And you continue to walk. Correct. Never run. Okay. There is, is weird case law that suggests that if you run from police in whatever they call a high crime area, which yeah. essentially can be anywhere, especially if you live in the city of Philadelphia, um, that can give them reasonable suspicion to at least detain you. you and question you. Right. Try to figure some stuff out. Okay, so you never want to run. I don't care if you've just committed a crime. You do not run from the police. That in and of itself could get you into trouble. So you never, never, never want to run. I don't want to get too far away because I do want to go yeah, back. Yeah, we'll go back. Consent of, this, okay. of the, the consent car. Consent of the car, and that's what we see. This is where people get a lot of trouble, okay? And I'm going to paint to you guys first what you need to do. Okay. If you get pulled over for any reason by the police, which essentially if they want to pull you over, they will pull you over. They will make up some kind of crime code uh, of the vehicle code and that they say you broke, and they'll pull you over. You have to pull over if they flash their lights. You have to Correct. pull over. That is the law. So from that point, 98% of the time, they're going to come up. They're going to ask you for your financial information, your license, your your uh, proof of well, insurance. Well, the first thing they're going to do, because I, I have a kid in this, roll down your window a little bit. Again, this is part of... Okay, so let the, me... And I, and I know it sounds so simple, right? But this, is again, is part of remaining calm. Right. Here's and, the steps. <laughs> if it is, regardless of the time of day, you need to at least, if it's daytime and you are the only person in the car, you need to roll down your window so that the police can see you, and that they can talk to, to you. all the way, but listen, if, if you're not there to play games, roll right. down the window. Yeah, I would say roll it down at least halfway. Yeah. Um, you should not really be talking to them through the glass that they're going to tell you to roll it down lower. They're going to get aggravated. Mm -hmm. um, if, it, if there are multiple people in the vehicle roll down your window and whatever window they are sitting at so that the officer can see them. And guys, what I'll say is the specific case I'm talking about, too, if you have tinted windows, all right, I'm not even going to go off on this Don't do rant. it. 
One, don't have tinted windows. Please don't have tinted windows. Don't have them, and I'm not going to say anymore. If you don't know why, call us so I can tell you a thousand times over. Let me give it to you real quick. In 10 (laughs) seconds, guys, there are different rules when you look like me, okay? Having tinted windows allows the police to say whatever they want. Nobody can just look at the tent and say that's legal or illegal. If the police say that that is illegal tent, they have now pulled you over, and now you're dealing with them for some crap that could be legal. Correct. There are many, many people who had legal tent on their cars who wound up in jail simply because the police saw it and that was a reason that they pulled them over. In my opinion, not worth it. Don't do Get it. Get rid of the tent. And the reason I'm saying that and bringing it up right now, if you have tent on the car, again, part of this whole positive interaction, you have to remember if you can't see in the car, the police officer cannot see in your car. And Correct. it goes right back up, piggybacks off JJ. If you have passengers, even in the back seat, right, and your windows are tinted where no one can see it, you got to roll the windows down. So the and I know it sounds weird, but you have to because they're going to make you, which again will prolong the conversation. It'll start getting things fired up, right? Roll them down. You say no. You understand how that's going to go. And if you don't, this is why we're telling you. They'll make you roll down the windows, or everybody's getting out of the car, right. and you're already in an area where we're telling you to avoid it. Right. So roll down the windows. <clears throat> roll them down. So once you're, if it is daytime, like I said, the the whole point is the police need you. Your job, your number one job, is to make sure that the police feel comfortable if they start getting handsy jumpy nervous for any reason things are going to go bad for you okay so you need to make sure that they are at ease and there are certain things that we're telling you that will naturally put them at ease number one the car should be off if you pull over turn your car off okay Mm -hmm. that will tell that police officer listen the car can't go anywhere because it's no longer on okay don't talk to them with the car running if you if you choose to leave the car on fine most of us listen to have the radio blasting. Turn it off. Not right. even down. Turn it off. Okay? Turn your radio off. There should be no sounds coming from that car unless people are talking. Take your phone. Put it on record. Put it on the dashboard. Yep. Okay? Leave it there. You don't need to touch it anymore. Just hit record. Leave it on the dashboard. If it is nighttime, you need to roll down all the windows and you need to turn on the interior light so that they can see inside of the vehicle. Yep. The reason why I do this is so that, again, they won't ask, that it's less likely that they will ask you out of the car mm-hmm. if they can see inside of the car. Correct. Right. If they can see inside of the car and they're recognizing, you know what, this person has turned the car off, he rolled all the windows down, and I can see in here without even like my flashlight that they use to look inside of your car. That's going to put them at ease. Now, what do you do? Well, and hold and real quick, I will. If you want to take it a step further, <clears throat> because I see people for some reason the keys become a reason that the police want to go back in your car if they ask you out. If you want my advice, turn the car off, take the keys, and set it right on the dashboard in front of you. If you have the ability, whatever. But it, if you have keys, which everyone does, unless you drive a Tesla, essentially, turn the car off, put your keys right here. So that way, the police officer doesn't have to ask questions like, where are your keys? Are the ignition? Is the car off? Listen, they're here. The car's off. Nobody's moving. Right. Now, let's go through the next steps. If the police ask you out of your vehicle, do you have to get out? Yes. Yes. Is the answer. Yes. You have to get out of the vehicle. Should you argue with them? No. No. You should get out of the vehicle. Case law suggests that they are allowed to take you out of your vehicle for their safety. Okay. This is not the time, again, for you to be arguing. If they say get out of the car, get out of the car. However, 
Here's how you get out of the car. You get out of that car and you close the door behind you. Okay. If you leave your door open, case law suggests they can start looking in here and they will. They will start doing that. Okay. They do it every, they're going to look in the car, right? Any chance they get, (laughs) you have to understand they're looking at, and they might listen for whatever reason, but that's their job. Right. They're going to be looking. So at the end of the day, get out of the car. And what I recommend based off of a case that I literally just signed up, take your keys with you, close the door, grab your keys, right? Because I'm assuming you also have your wallet or the police officer is going to say, I need these things. Take them out, right? That way the police officer, because in a case I have, the police officer allegedly said, where are your keys in the ignition? And he reached in the car to grab them. And then guess what? Spotted things. Right. Okay. So this is why we're only telling you from experience. You want them to have as little contact with your car, with you as humanly possible. Now, if you can't grab your keys or your phone when you're getting out of the car, don't worry about it. Hopefully they're all in the same spot. Sure. However, make sure you get out of that car and you close that door back. Do not leave the doors open. Close the door. Then continue to follow what they're asking. Um, From there, consent. No, 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 no. This is where you must be vigilant in saying no, okay? Because the police are going to try and trick you. They're going to try and say all different kinds of things like, oh, well, if you don't have anything to hide, why can't I just check your car? Or this could be over really quickly if you just let me check your car. Well, the K-9 unit could be here in about 20 minutes, so you may have to sit here and wait, or you could just let me check your car. They can say all of these things, which usually will get people to kind of panic and say, okay, well, you know what? I don't have anything to hide. I can't wait here another 10 to 15 minutes. Just go ahead and search the car, and let me tell you. The reason why it is most important to never allow a police officer to search your car or any car for that matter is because you don't know everything that is in a car, especially if it ain't your car. And even if it is, you don't ride in the backseat, chances (laughs) are. Chances are you don't know what's falling out of somebody's pocket. You don't know what slid behind somebody's seat. Yep. And And if they find something, nobody's going to listen to you. That, oh, I didn't know. That's not mine. I don't know how that got there. You might as well save all that noise because you're going to jail. And to piggyback, guess what? We can't challenge it. The whole point of consent is that you consented, right? Which means there's no search warrant for us to challenge, which means there's no suppression motion, which is a very legal way to say anything they find in your car will be used as evidence against you, okay? Because we won't be able to have any kind of legal remedy to keep it out. And I want to step back, too, to give you guys even innocent questions that I've seen police officers ask. Hey, I need your registration. Do you mind if I grab it out of your glove compartment for you? The answer is no. Okay. Your keys. Where are your keys? This just happened to my club. Where are your keys? Well, they're in the ignition. Do you mind if I grab them? The answer is yes, I mind if you grab them. I'll get it for myself. And I put that out there because maybe it's not always no. Right. But the answer is no to going in my car at all times. Which is why you guys really need to listen, right? Which is why you got to stay calm, and you should always do more listening than talking, and okay? That's the, the police rule. are going to do all the talking. <laughs> yes. But you need to make sure that you're not so nervous that you're missing important questions, right? His first question was, do you mind if I go in the glove box and get them? If you say no, 
you are consenting. That says, no, I Correct. don't mind. <laughs> exactly. Okay, you have to listen and make sure that you're answering the questions correctly. Say, yes, I do mind. I don't want you going into or searching my car. Right. And again, the the quickest way to say this is, officer, I do not concert. I do not consent to any searches. If you just say that they should understand. It will also trigger them. Oh, this person must know their rights. Correct. Which tends to have them stop asking so many times. They Absolutely. understand after the first or second. So if you just say, hey, listen, I don't consent to any searches. Chances are they're not going to keep asking. And but I if agree. they do, you just keep repeating it. Yep. And whatever the course takes, you can't let it scare you, right? That's what, mm -hmm. you know, and again, that's the whole point of this. You need to exercise your rights no matter what you're doing. Listen, if you're breaking the law, it is most important, in my opinion, that you exercise your rights because if not, you're sealing your fate. Okay. If you're not breaking the law, then you shouldn't be afraid of anything, is what I'm, this is the main message, right? This is why you stay calm. You don't get upset. Saying no to a police officer is not arguing with them it's not trying to cause a fight there's a massive difference okay so that's why it's just important it doesn't matter what you're doing at the end of the day exercising your rights is exactly what you have to do okay and if you you know if we do that and you get used to it you remain calm that's the whole point right so let's i'm gonna give you guys some kind of tips and tricks for some other things um one thing that you're always going to want to do the police they are taught they are trained to ask questions right and the longer they know that the longer they speak to you, the better the chance is that you're going to say something stupid. You're going to say something that will allow them one more question before they can let you go. And well, let me ask you some questions. So maybe sure. we can give them some because we see too many videos. A cop asks you where you're coming from. What do you recommend? How about this? Where mm. are you coming? Where are you going tonight? I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> here's what I suggest. I suggest they're always going to ask you those questions. Yeah, right? yeah. Where are you coming from? <laughs> Correct. Where are you going? Now, I don't suggest that you lie, right? However, having pre kind of answers, right? Listen, I'm going home or I'm headed. Um, where you're coming from, if you're coming from a bar, you're coming from a restaurant, the next question is going to be, where are you drinking? Absolutely. Okay? So where you're coming from, I tend to just say like a friend's house and I'm coming home, right? Anything outside of that, anything further than that, I tend to say, officer, I, you know, I don't, I don't have any, and any additional information for you. I have learned through being an attorney that I, I give myself a little bit more leeway. Sure. But for non-attorneys, I don't want you guys having long conversations. So I would keep it very short and sweet. Like, don't try and have an explanation as to, okay, well, where are you going? The truth is, it doesn't matter. And that's why, listen, if you're they comfortable don't need with to know, if you're comfortable with saying it. Maybe say something like, you know, officer, I'm not comfortable with disclosing that. But you have to remain calm. Right. That's what all, like, if I give you some legal tips, it's easy for me to say because I, I'm so used to saying it. But if you say, if you start arguing with police officers, we, we've already explained how that's going to go. But it is okay to say, officer, you know, I whatever, however you say it, if you say it in a kind way, there's nothing they can do. Right. I'm not comfortable answering any questions, officer. Here's my information. Right. That and is a, that it. is a valid thing to say is I am not comfortable answering any questions right now. Here's my information. Yep. If you're, you know, if you're going to write me a ticket, I understand. Go and, ahead. And I, listen, you don't even have to say that, right? I'm just not comfortable. And again, it's all just kind of saying whatever they do next is out of your control. Right. Get out of the car. Okay. Right. Remain calm. 
right? Even if, and I know this happens, even if the police officer seems like they're getting mad, upset, mm -hmm. angry, because they see you as being defiant, just listen to us. You remain calm and you'll always get out of this situation, okay? Because feeding that energy back to somebody who's already in that right. kind of state of mind, it's mm -hmm. only going to escalate, guys. Right. With that going on, what Dave was saying, next rule, don't volunteer information. Oh, yeah, never. If never. they are asking you <laughs> questions, right, listen to the question and understand, is it a question or is it a command? Those are actually two very different things, right? Police never ask you for permission to do something that they already have the right to do. Absolutely. The reason why they will ask you, hey, do you mind if we search your car? They're asking you that because they know that they can't without your permission. Correct. So that is why they are asking. If they want to search your car and they think they can, they won't ask you anymore. Correct. They will put you in handcuffs and they will just search your car. So make sure that you're paying attention to are they asking me, like, can they do something? Your answer should be no. Okay? If they're asking your permission to do something, no. Don't let them do it. This includes things. and I, <clears throat> This includes things. Can I have the password to your phone? Can no. I have your phone? All of this can come up in any of the interactions that we just talked about. You get pulled. It doesn't matter. That can be part of what, who knows why they're talking to you now, but they know. I see, you know, whatever. The answer is always no. No, you can't have my password. No, you can't have my phone. No, you can't search my car. You can't search my purse, suitcase, container in my trunk. I can come up with a million things that we've seen, right? The answer is always no because they have to get a search warrant, and that's important. Correct. You would much rather them get a search warrant to search anything than for you to allow them to do it, okay? Um, so we've gone over do not volunteer information. Um, record. Record as much as you can. That is going to be your best friend. Mm -hmm. the, the time to do it is beforehand. Once you, pull, once you pull over, stop the car, get that phone on the dash so at least we can hear things, okay? A lot of times people are saying by the time they come back to us, they're like, oh, well, that's not really how it happened. It happened more like this. The officer is lying. Okay, well, you have a chance to record from that moment, from the moment that you get pulled over, there's usually about three or four minutes while they're typing in things into their computer that you can quickly take out your phone, put it uh, put it on record, and sit it on that dashboard. Absolutely. Okay? And from that moment, you don't need to touch it again until the encounter is over. Yep. All right? As long as we can hear what's going on, as long as you can get that information to, a, to an attorney, that will help you. Absolutely. And that here's what I will say. Don't rely on the police officers having cameras on or body cameras because I have tons of clients right, that are always like, well, they had body cams. Yeah, if it's preserved, right? If they do it correctly, if they remember to save it, because you guys have to keep in mind they don't necessarily need a lot of these videos to prove a case, right? Their witness, their testimony, everything they saw is the evidence, right? So you think you're going to be protected. Well, they had a body cam on, so it's going to show exactly what the cop said. Yeah, you're assuming that we get it. You're assuming they preserved it, that they remembered your case, right? There's a lot of things that can go wrong. I'm not saying it's correct, right? The easiest thing to do is get your own record, right? Right, right. So essentially, back to it, make sure, make sure, make sure that you get that phone out, that you put it on record, and that you leave it on the dashboard, okay? I don't want you reaching for things. That's another thing that uh, we need to talk about, okay? True. Once you are in this car, once the police are have stopped you, understand they are watching you from that moment forward, okay? The police love to say that, 
Uh, our clients made furtive movements is what they call it. That <laughs> yeah. is a legal definition for moving around. Acting nervously. <clears throat> it shows crime is afoot. Right. So if they see you reaching, lunging, moving to war, especially underneath, if you look like Absolutely. you're putting something underneath your seat, you are getting pulled out of that car and they're going to search, okay? So anything that you're reaching for needs to be kind of above. That's why I suggest you put it up on the dash cam, not or on the on the dashboard yep. don't be putting things underneath you don't be throwing things under your seat that is a guaranteed way to get searched okay and here's a little tip because i do it and i'll tell everyone put your insurance and your registration above your visor right i just think listen you get pulled over you go like this here's the things i need right right you're not reaching you don't have to say anything do anything you know what they're going to ask for you don't have to go in your glove box you know because again if you're behind a car, imagine how that looks, right? You're you're leaning over. You're re- they don't know what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Now, again, this cat, this whole thing is if I was doing that in a car, I don't even think they'd care. Probably not. Okay? If I was reaching and they came to the door, they'd probably be like, hey, Dave, oh, man, oh, I see you're a lawyer. I don't even need that stuff. It's totally fine. Have a great life and be good. So this is all just in perspective. I'm saying I'd probably reach. I'm telling you guys what to do for all my clients that I see where if they reach, potentially they're going to be my client soon. Right. So – uh, to kind of put a cap on this, because I think that pretty much is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the last part, again, I want to talk about people who encounter the police on the street, not in a car. Sure. Um, number one, the main, main thing that I see is running from police. I know that a lot of times they will do things, and by that I mean the police will do things that will make you feel uncomfortable, unsafe, nervous, And I know that a lot of times just running from the police is not in and of itself mean that you're doing anything wrong or illegal. However, that is not how it looks. That is not how the police are going to spin it. Never. And that is not how society is going to view it. Okay. If you run from the police, there is a 90% chance they will chase you. And when they chase you, they will find a reason to arrest you. Okay. So do not run from the police it is never a good idea in my opinion even if you have done something wrong you stand a better chance to get away with it by walking away Mm -hmm. running just puts all the eyes on you and makes everybody think why is this person running correct do not run keep your calm keep your answer short sweet and you have to be able to stand up for yourself and say no i'm not going to answer any questions correct Am I free to leave now? That is another statement that you need to put into your repertoire. Parents, you need to teach your your children. If they are encountered by the police, number one, they do not have to answer questions. Remaining silent is a perfectly acceptable thing for them to do. And they should. And they should do that. If they are your children, you should tell them, listen, you asked for mom, mom and dad and a lawyer. Those are the only words you should be saying out of your mouth. Until then, you say nothing and then we come get you. Okay, those are the rules. You don't say anything at all because especially young kids, when they get nervous, they just start rambling. And before you know it, your child is now in custody for something that he should he or she should not be in there for. Yes. All because they were just talking. They were rambling like kids do. And you need to train them now. You need to go over these things. If you're going to watch this video, don't just watch it. Put it into play. Run some, uh, you know, like practice with them. Show them. 
Have them, okay, pull over. What do you say here? What do you say now? If you have questions, please ask us. Okay, I don't want people thinking that you can just watch this 35, 40-minute video and become an expert. These things take time. and You got to drill it in there? Yeah, you have to drill it into your own head. Well, I'm going to put it, I'm just going to put it like this, right? So we say things like don't volunteer information. You know, we just gave you all the tips. We know that adults don't do that. Okay. Right. Adults absolutely don't do this at a rate of it like 99% of the time, right? Yes. Most so the, <laughs> most adults violate these rules. So the fact that adults can't follow our rules, imagine what a child does, right? Children have a natural tendency to they if you ask them a question, of course they want to answer. They want to give you the right answer. They want to make sure they volunteer enough. Mm-hmm. Hey, where are you going? They'll tell them a whole story. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they especially a police officer right? A person with authority. I want to make them happy. And the only thing that's happening is they're, you know, the police officer's not going to stop them, right? Their job is not to stop you. It's not to protect your rights. That's our job. That's your job. Their job is to make sure they're not violating your rights. So let's just make sure that's clear. So if you don't teach your kids, no one will, they're going to become adults that we're going to tell them to teach their kids. And honestly, we should be telling them you need to learn it first, right? So you can teach your kids. And I guess the the last thing I'll tell you guys is that, and this is strictly for parents. Parents, when you're teaching your uh, your kids, you know, to be honest and to just always fess up and to just, you know, hey, listen, it's always better to just tell the truth. In this situation, that is not a lesson that they need to learn because once they tell the truth to the police, the police get to decide and then the district attorney get to decide just how harshly they are going to punish or treat your child. So in this instance, it is much better to tell them to say nothing, right? Silence is better than the truth. Correct. When they are dealing with police, when you are dealing with the criminal justice system, silence is the only acceptable truth. Absolutely. And there's no reason. Listen, in this one scenario, the difference is is they should tell the truth to the right people. Right. Like their lawyer, their when attorneys. it's confidential. Yes. Right? When no one can use it against them. So we as their attorney can figure out what happened and try to get to the bottom of the truth, right? And try to figure out whatever is going on. If you tell the wrong person the truth, that's it, right? We can't stop anything. Wherever the train goes, we are passengers on the train because you've, you've allowed the train to leave the depot at that point. You gave them everything they need. You tell the lawyers and parents, we can't stress it enough. This is up to you. No one's going to teach your kids this. They don't teach it in high school and elementary, right? They're not teaching you your fundamental rights when dealing with police, right? It might sound like it's complicated, but I'm pretty sure you would have to be a rare human being at this point in America not to have some interaction with police at some point in your life, right? Everyone drives a car. Everyone does everything. At some point, you know, you're going to have interaction. You should know how that should go, and you should know how to respond, Only parents can teach their kids. Only you can learn, right? I'm sure a lot of parents don't know these things. Right. And it's up to you to teach your kids, right? It's up to you to learn this so they understand. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, if anything in here was uh, not clear, please, please contact us. Ask the questions. That's why we're here, guys. We would much rather answer these questions up front Um, While you're not in any kind of situation, then for you to come back and say, oh, man, I didn't know. I wish somebody had told me these things because it could save you thousands of dollars. It could save you years of, you know, your life. Just pay attention 
please listen to these things. If you find this helpful, comment, share, like. Until next time, guys, stay safe. We keep on fighting. Problem with the law, you know who to call.